What's up, guys? Wow, my first podcast. Can't believe you're listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, been wanting to do this for a while, man. I'm always getting these Twitter beefs about the NBA or just basketball in general. So, you know, I figured this this would be the best way for me to vent. You know, it'd be the healthiest. It'd be the healthiest way. Uh, no guests today. I'm gonna just be talking by myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get someone someone to do this with me this week later later in the week. I'm gonna try to do like one or two a week um, if I can, you know. But you don't wanna you don't wanna come on here and talk about nothing. Uh, yeah, so so welcome welcome to the podcast. Uh, so much to talk about, so much to talk about, dude. So I mean, let's just talk about the first one, the most obvious one, uh, Boogie, Boogie, what? What are you doing, guy? What is that about? Um, you know, as mad as I am at, at DeMarcus Cousins, I, I really I really can't I can't blame like I'm mad at him, but I'm really more mad at the rest of the league. Twenty-nine other GMs were like twenty-six and twelve, four-time all-star. Nah. Not for us. Not for us. For five million dollars at that? Nah. We'll pass. We'll pass. We don't we don't need that on our team. Like, like, come on, dude. I mean, I'm more mad that just someone didn't take him, you know? It's like, it's like, okay, maybe he's a hothead, you know, he's coming off an Achilles. But, dude, I mean, no matter what team you are, if, if you're signing a guy for $5 million, dude, Kyle Korver is making $7 million next year. For the next two years, Kyle Korver is getting more money than DeMarcus Cousins. Kyle, I love you, dude. You're a great guy. You can shoot the hell out of it, man, but... You should not be making more than DeMarcus Cousins. But he is. But he is, you see. And these other teams, dude, like, what What are you doing? What were you looking at, you know? It's just, it's just unbelievable. Like, on any other team could have taken him, and I would have been, I would have been pretty excited about it. It's almost like when KD went there, you know? Like, when KD left Oklahoma, I really wasn't mad at him. I wasn't. I was just mad that he went to the Warriors. Like, he could have went to any other team. Would have been would have been fine, dude. Would have been dandy. But dude, boogie five million. I mean, I, and then the, the Warriors GM. I mean, this guy, this guy needs a statue, dude. Bob, Bob Myers, dude. Someone get that guy a freaking a monument, dude. We need someone needs to make like like a Mount Rushmore of GMs and just put him four times, dude. Ser- like that guy. That guy makes Sam Presti look like a joke. And you know what, Sam Presti, you are a joke. I just want to say that. You let three MVP, you let two MVPs walk. And I, it, unbelievable, dude. That OKC hasn't won a championship yet. I mean, a couple years were because of injury, man. But, I mean, how cheap can you be? What was, what was Harden asking for? It was like, it was like $4 million or something. It was like $4 million or something was the difference between him staying or leaving. And the owner was like, six man of the year, possible future all-star. Nah, we'll pass. You can go ahead and go to Houston, James. How do you feel, Oklahoma, for letting two all-stars walk and the worst one is still on your team? No, no, no diss to Russ. I mean, Russ is a cool guy. You know, he's a good player, but I mean, if you, I, honestly, I think if they would have got rid of Russ at the time they got rid of James and they would have built around James and KD, that could have worked way better. But I'm not, I'm not even going to get into that right now. I still want to talk about Boogie, dude. 
The Sky Boogie. So here's the thing. So I'm pissed off, right? Like, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad he went there. You know, who's not? I'm pretty pissed off. But it's like, you also got to look at it this way, dude. He's not the he's not the nicest guy, you know? Boogie Boogie's not your friend. He's not I mean I mean everyone on the Warriors, even even Draymond, I know he has like that tough guy persona. But I mean they're all pretty friendly guys, you know? Boogie's an asshole. Like Like that guy that guy's not nice. He's just not a nice dude. I I don't know what it is about him. I just he doesn't look nice. You know? And it's not the tattoos or anything. It's just, he's just, his, 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 I think it's his eyes, dude. Like, he just has a mean, you know? He just doesn't, he's not a nice dude. And and Steve Kerr is such a nice dude. That's the other thing, man. That's what's going to be tough. Steve Kerr is so nice, and Boogie is so not nice. And Draymond, I mean, that guy's a loose cannon. And ever since KD showed up, he, he thinks he's he's a hard guy. So, I mean, you're basically looking at three guys... That are going to be top 10 in technicals next year. I mean, Boogie's only going to play like 20 games. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, between the three of them, dude, especially Boogie and, and Draymond, I mean, given they will be up by 40 most of the time. So, so that kind of, you know, that negates a lot of it. But, I mean, let's just say on the off chance they're not up 40. But they will be, dude. I've played this team on 2K already multiple times. It's, it's damn near impossible, dude. I mean, I... I Dude, I've made so many trades. I I was I even played with no fatigue, dude. It was I I won. I beat them, but it was so hard, man. And usually 2K computer is pretty predictable. Like you can handle them. You know, I always play in Hall of Fame. If you don't play in Hall of Fame, dude, what's you, you don't don't talk to me about 2K if you don't play in Hall of Fame. Like you suck, dude. You're terrible if you don't play in Hall of Fame. But dude, so I'm playing the the Hall of Fame Warriors with this boogie guy, right? And uh and I'll tell you, dude, one of the hardest, one of the most challenging things I've ever done in 2K against a computer, like, because usually the computer, like, the, you might beat them by like eight, it might be a close one, but like this one was like, Jesus, dude, because I mean, you just can't. So what I did was I, I was the Timberwolves in a, in a my league, made a bunch of trades, dude. I I don't know, I was flipping guys left and right. Somehow ended up with like, I forgot who my PG was. But I had I had Victor Oladipo, Paul George. I had to get a bunch of athletic, you know, so, people I could switch. And then I think I had maybe DeAndre. No, no, Rudy Gobert. No, I don't know, bro. But I don't remember my roster. But I'm just saying, no fatigue. It was it was tough. It was with the five I put together. I put together a really good five too. But yeah, dude. So Steve Kerr is a super nice guy, right? Um, I actually worked out with Steve Kerr once. Uh, eighth grade, no, is it eighth? No, seventh grade? I don't know. Seventh or eighth grade. Somehow, my AAU coach knew a guy who knew a guy, because he's like a San Diego guy, I'm pretty sure, so, ended up in a gym with Steve Kerr, uh, so friendly, such a friendly dude, um, put us through some real basic drills, though, not gonna lie, uh, pretty evident why he wasn't an all-star, wasn't doing anything that crazy during his career, clearly, um, I know I was like 12, but, yeah, Steve Kerr's a good dude, man. Uh, it was actually crazy when he, when he came in the gym because, like, that was when he was still doing 2K and TNT commentating. So, like, he just started talking, and, you know, tw- I was 12. And I was like, bro, he sounds just like the video game. This is crazy. But, yeah, dude, so Steve Kerr, so check it out, dude. This is my, this is my conspiracy. It's too good to be true that Boogie's there. 
So somebody's going to mess something up for sure. I mean, I mean, like not a guarantee, right? Because you got to look at it. Basketball is one of those games, man, where if you, if you, if you have the best players, you're you're probably going to win, dude. You're just probably going to, you go to LA fitness, right? You could have four or five, nine white guys with, with, with the most heart, so much heart, just grit, determination, will, just all the things you would, you know, ball movement that you would want in basketball players. But if they go up against, you know, three guys from Kentucky, they're losing seven out of seven games, you know, 11 to like two, like, like basketball is one of those games, man, where it's like people are always trying to be like, oh man, if you just play hard, like, no, not, not really, not really, dude. If my, if I have better players than you, I'm most likely going to win given that they do their job, right? Given that they play hard too. Um, that's why college is cool, right? Cause you got upsets and you only got to beat them once, but the NBA, it gets annoying. Cause like, you got to beat these guys four times, dude. You know how hard it is to beat a really good team four times. It's impossible. That's what, that's why you don't see upsets. The last NBA playoffs I could remember being shocked at a result was 2011. Uh, I know I'm a big LeBron stan. People call me a LeBron stan at least, but, uh, Dude, 2011, man. I don't know, man. That's one thing I just... When people argue that with me, I just got to give it to them. LeBron choked. I don't know what to tell you. But Dirk... People don't want to... Dude, Dirk had the greatest playoff run of all time. Just... just uh, People don't people don't acknowledge it. Okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure he played Portland in that first round when they had LaMarcus and... It was Brandon Royce? No, I don't think... I don't know if he's... I don't know. But he wasn't even predicted to get out of the first round, okay? Gets out of the first round. Goes to the second round plays Kobe's Lakers. This isn't like a couple years ago, Lakers. This is coming off of two straight titles, Lakers. Going for a three-peat. Kobe, Bynum, all those guys. Dirk says, hey, buddy, let me show you my broom, okay? Gives him the sweep. Says, Kobe, see you later, bro, okay? No more, no more playoff runs for you, all right? Then the next round, he plays three MVPs. Three, well, three future MVPs, okay? They were all young guys. But either way, dude, KD, Russ, and James Harden, okay? Go up against Dirk, this 30-whatever-year-old European guy that, that runs like a 28-second 40. Just handles him, dude. I mean, I mean, he won in six, but, but man, just... Just on, unstu- didn't he have one game? I think he had one game. Was it that series? One of the series, dude. He shot like twenty-eight free throws. I swear to God, Dirk was on. Dirk was on another level, dude. Twenty eleven, Dirk. I I would put him in my top five greatest. Like if you had to make a, a greatest players rankings for like a single season, where you just where you just like, all right, this guy had that crazy season. Like I put twenty eleven, Dirk, probably top four. Top dude. I mean. I know I haven't been alive that long, but just from what I've seen, dude, that was, I mean, right up there with 2001 Allen Iverson, but Dirk actually got it done. You know, no offense to AI either. No knock on AI. I mean, that was, what was he going to do, dude? I mean, you saw the team he went against. He still got a team a win. That was respectable. But, uh, dude, 2011 Dirk was nuts. I mean, just, and then, I mean, given LeBron did choke, but I mean, Dirk was out here playing with. With J.J. Beret, I mean, Dirk had seasoned Hall of Famers. You know what that Mavs team was like? Okay, because Rick Carlisle, you know, he's a pretty solid coach. You know, he gets a lot of, a lot of these, you know. But Dirk was playing to all these these old Hall of Famers. Guys like way past, you know, J. Kidd, Jason Terry, 
Uh, dude, Brian Cardinal checked in. To, oh my god, do you guys remember Brian Cardinal? Dude, that was the widest championship team since like the 80s Celtics. H- hands down. I've never seen more white guys win an NBA title than the 2011 Mavs. Like, like Larry Bird would be like, geez guys, like, like, come on man, we don't gotta be this white. Like, like that was, that was, man, what, wow. <laughs> that was, dude. I mean, Dirk was just... Dude, he won game two on a wide-open left-handed layup. Which, like, I mean, let's be honest. He loses that game. That series is probably over. I mean, LeBron pulls his head out of his ass for, like, one fourth quarter. I mean, it could... I don't know, man. That was so frustrating. That was a real frustrating series for me as a LeBron fan. But you live and you learn. But Boogie's on the Warriors, dude. What? Are you kidding me? Are you serious? That is crazy. Um, dude, that's just nuts. Uh, yeah, dude, but he's on the Warriors. Um, they were probably already going to win, too. You know, I'm just hoping he messes up the chemistry or something or gets in a fight with Draymond and I don't know, but he probably won't. They'll probably win it all because it's basketball. The only way I look at it is like when things are too good to be true, like the, what was that, the O O seven Patriots? What? No, not O seven. Yeah, was that 07, dude? No. I was in fifth grade when... What was that, 08? Dude, I don't know. When the Patriots went 17-0, and 0, man. They had Randy Moss. Everybody was like, dude, they're gonna... They're gonna do it. They're gonna go undefeated. They're playing the Giants. They're playing Eli Manning. But that's the great thing about football, dude. You only gotta beat a team once. You just gotta pull something out of you for one game. But not in the NBA, dude. You got to do it four times. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that, dude. Good luck to LeBron with that. He's got to play those guys four times in the regular season. LeBron is on the Lakers, man. That is awesome. Uh, you know what? I The first thought, I don't think anyone's really talking about it either, is when LeBron went to the Lakers, it's like, I mean, I'll tell you who was the most excited, man. Forget Laker Nation. Forget just casual NBA fans. People that live in LA, the most excited person, or I guess I should say people, when LeBron went to the Lakers, was everybody on the Toronto Raptors. They were so excited. They heard LeBron's going to the Lakers, they're like, dude, finally, man. Oh my God. That guy has been smacking us up for, uh, dude, I mean, his whole career, really, I, I never heard of LeBron losing to the Raptors in a series. Let alone games. I mean, every time I see a final where it's Raptors, Cavs, I mean, the dude, the dude just, the, him and them and the Hawks, dude, those are LeBron's, LeBron's their daddy. If LeBron ever goes and owns an NBA team, I mean, he already owns two, dude. He owns the Hawks and the Toronto Raptors. He has been, he's been shitting on those teams for so long. I mean, just forever. Like, dude, that dude, that one Hawks team when Kyle Korver was still there a few years ago, they won, they won sixty something games. Or si- I think sixty, sixty games. LeBron's second best player because Kyrie was hurt, Love was out. LeBron's second best player that series was Matthew Dellavedova, and he swept them. Okay, dude, Al Horford, I'm pretty sure just got like his first few wins against LeBron in the playoffs this year, and he still couldn't finish the series. So Al Horford, LeBron is also your daddy. 
Um, dude, yeah, that's crazy, man. But the, uh, yeah, those, th- that's also why I don't take, the, I don't take the regular season seriously anymore. You know, every year I just get a little more aware of, of what's really going on. Okay, guys are coasting. It's a long season. No one, anyone that's celebrating regular season wins is just stupid. I mean, it was cool when the Warriors broke the record. Like, that was just cool to see. But, I mean, for the most part, dude, a lot of these, there's so many frauds, dude. Toronto, frauds. Atlanta a few years ago, frauds. Um, who won a lot of games? That's a fraud. I don't know. No one in the wet, you know, the Blazers are a fraud. They got the three seed. But, I mean, if you look at the standings, they were only, like, two games ahead of, I think, the seven seed. So, like, the West was just so tight that the, that, was a, that was a fake three seed. I mean, I mean, but, but they were doubling Dane. I mean, some of the defense, like, like, Dane was like, bro, can someone help me? Jeez, I mean, they, dude, they were throwing 2K doubles at him. Like, he'd come off a ball screen, and it was just like, nope, Dane, pass the ball. Someone else, make someone else make a play. And they did that for four games and won all four games. So, shout out to the Pelicans, man. Boogie, you left the Pelicans, man. Why'd you do that? Why did you leave, dude? Jesus, man. You guys were... Dude, Boogie and AD would have been great. They were just figuring out, too, when he tore his, when he tore his Achilles. AD always says that, man. He's always... They always... Dude. Wow. For $5 million, dude. I mean, that's a lot of money. But in the NBA, dude, that's... I mean, that's when you're filling out your... That's filling out your roster money. That's like, hey, dude... We need 14 guys. You know when you're playing, like, my GM in 2K, and they're like, hey, you need this many people on the roster. Do you want to do it automatically, or do you want to do it manually? That's that's what that is. And they signed DeMarcus Cousins in d- doing that, okay? So, Boogie, I wish you the worst. Hope you don't win a ring. I'm going to just stay off of you. Braun to the Lakers. Just talk about that, man. That's pretty interesting. You know, I, I, I had a feeling he'd do it, but, I mean, when he... It, I was actually in traffic when he did it, and I got the notification. I was I was pretty hyped, dude. I think I'm about to catch a Lakers game. I'm a bandwagon. Yeah. Okay, Laker Nation. Let's talk about this, dude. You, you bastards. Laker Nation makes me so mad because they don't. Okay, because, dude, just a just be happy. Okay, just smile. Okay, just enjoy it. The best player in the world chose your team. If you like that team, you should support the decision, okay? Don't let your dick riding for Kobe override your, you know, like, dude, it's, it's, these, it's a difference between a Lakers fan and just, just a Kobe fan, okay? Now, now, I am a LeBron fan, but I also really like Kobe, you know? Kobe was great. He's an all-time legend, you know? Top seven, whatever, top six, whatever, wherever you want to put him, I mean, on your all-time list, one of the best players ever. Okay, Kobe Bryant. Shout out to Kobe. Round of applause for Kobe. See that? You see that? I, I am one of the biggest LeBron fans you'll ever meet. You see that? Look at that. I'm going to clap it up again for Kobe. That is how you guys should be about LeBron. Okay? This guy is coming. Your franchise has been piss poor for five years. Dude, when I saw that, when I saw that vandalized mural of LeBron... And they, and they said LaFraud in his finals record or whatever. Dude, dude, how big of a loser do you got to be? I mean, because first of all, like, you had to see that, okay? You had to, you had to think, dude, I love Kobe too much for this. You had to go down to, to Walmart or, or wherever you get spray paint, okay? Wait till, I'm assuming at night, right? Because you don't want to do that in broad daylight, okay? 
drop get out of your get out of your house you had to leave your house for that okay i don't leave my house for a lot of things if i don't have to you left your house just to just to do that like you you are such a loser oh man dude i mean i mean shit talking any of the greatest players of all time is really just just lame i mean to really like like you could criticize like oh i didn't like this or that or you know he could have done this better but i mean to really just sit there and and call like lafraud what He's been the best player on the planet for, I, I mean, a Kobe fans will, will tell me like five years, but I mean, I mean, let's be real. He's, he, tw- he, LeBron's been the best player in the world since 2010. Okay, why do you think the decision was such a big decision? I'll tell you why. Because he's the best player on the planet at the time, and he still is. Um, Kobe, uh, Kobe did get the Finals MVP those two years, but um, you know who got the Finals MVP the last two years? Kevin Durant. Is he better than LeBron? No, I'll answer that for you right now. Okay, he's not. It's very clear he's not. He's a better scorer. Kevin Durant's probably one of the best scorers, just pure. I mean, the guy, he's seven foot with a two-guard two handle. Like, like a legitimate handle, dude. People don't, like, as, my, as mad as I was, he went to the Warriors, dude. You got to just appreciate that guy just from, like, a skills standpoint, dude. He is so good at basketball. I mean, I get every, you know, top player in the world is really good at basketball. But Kevin Durant, dude, that guy, he is seven, he is all seven feet tall. By the way, he is he is so tall, and like, dude, he he, he can like he gets dude he can sh- I can't even man that guy's so good. Um, so Bron's on the Lakers, dude. That's crazy. My favorite thing I'm looking forward to though with Bron on the Lakers, I'm gonna be honest, not even just the basket, just I'm looking forward to Levar Ball. After a couple Lakers losses in a row. Going out on some media outlet and criticizing LeBron James. The day LeVar Ball criticizes LeBron for basketball-related purposes. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the best, dude. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be it's gonna be dude, ratings on everything are gonna skyrocket. I I mean I mean seriously, dude. With, like when when they corner LeVar and they're like, LeVar, why do you think the Lakers have lost six in a row? He's like, Well man, if uh LeBron James would just give it to Lonzo more, you know. It's like, bro, no, no, LeVar, no. If Lonzo would get out of LeBron's way, I don't know, dude. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, they might not even make the playoffs. Let's be real, the West is loaded. They got all like, dude, what was it? All the MVPs are in the West from the last whatever. The, the only active MVPs are all in the West, which gives Giannis and Kyrie a great opportunity this year. To step it up and get themselves get themselves in that discussion. But I mean I mean I think LeBron should have won it this year. But I mean you couldn't snub James Harden again, you know? Cause that first year Steph won, that should have been James's. And then the second year when Steph won, that was Steph's. Cause I mean you win 73 games. But it's just like what's the criteria, you know? I always wanted that with the MVP. Cause every year it changes, right? Cause when when Steph won it the first, over James at one time. Even though James played most of the season without his second best player, who at the time was Dwight Howard. I mean, time times are changing. Let me tell you. But uh, dude, I mean, what's the criteria, right? Because you, you want to snub James that year because you're like, oh, Steph won more games, yada yada yada. Next year, Steph wins a bunch. Dude, is it wins? Because then, because then you, you tell me it's wins two years in a row. You go, Steph won more. Win- Steph's back to back MVPs, more wins than everybody. So he gets the MVP. Then, right after that, 
You give it to Russ. He got, what did he get? The six seed? Was it the six? Yeah, I think it was the six seed. You give it to 45 win Russ because he, he was stat padding his rebounds. And I know I'm going to catch, catch heat for that, you know, if anyone still made it. Dude, if you made it this far on the podcast, shout out to you, dude. Um, I'm just I'm just talking, but man. Yeah, Russ for sure stat pads, dude. There's so many YouTube videos. Just I mean, dude, I, I didn't want to believe it because, like, you know, I love Russ and I've always defended him for a while. But, I mean, I'm just over that guy just from a bet. Just his decision-making, dude. He's so frustrating, you know, because one minute you're like, dude. Is this guy the best player in the world? I think he's the best player in the world. And then literally like a possession later, you're like, dude, how is this guy in the NBA? How? How, Russ? How, Sway? How is Russell Westbrook in the NBA? I'll tell you how, because he stat pads, rebounds. That's how he's in the NBA. That's not why he's in the NBA. He's really good at basketball. Not to name drop again. She met Russ's parents once at a Red Robin in... uh, well, I was playing at, up at the map a couple of summers ago. Uh, very nice people, you know. Shout out to the Westbrooks. You guys, you guys have a very, very nice family. Um, what else am I gonna get into? Oh, dude, let's talk about Carmelo Anthony, dude. What is what is that guy? What is that guy doing? What is he doing with his life? I mean, he's so rich, right? He's got so much money. That's a, that's one thing, dude. When I watch the NBA, I could never get over how much money everyone has. Like, because win or lose, dude. I mean, I know this is, like, their life, and they're all, you know, super competitive guys. But, like, bro, you, you get bounced out of the playoffs. Like, you're mad. You're mad, right? You're like, oh, come on, guys. We should have won. But, but, but are you that mad, right, when you, when you, when you leave the arena in a Rolls Royce? And, and, then, and then a couple of days later, you're like, hey, dude, um, you want to take the private jet? Yeah, let's take the private jet to the Bahamas and just chill out for a week. Because we can do that. Because we're in the NBA. Um, so so I could never feel that bad for him either too. When they like complain about losses. I'm like dude. You, have, you make 20 million dollars dude. Relax. But dude. Um, Mello. You know let's talk about Mello. Let's talk about Paul George too. Mello and Paul George. Obviously they were teammates this year. It didn't work out. But. Both those guys. I mean. They're, they're, they're scammers. You know. Mello, I'd say Paul George is a bigger scammer than Mello. Mello, you know what you're getting. You're getting a selfish ball stopper who who can who's one of the best elite, you know, mid-range jab step scorers I've ever seen. Like <laughs> I've never seen a guy with a more lethal jab into his shot than Mello. I really haven't. But at the same time, that's not conducive to winning, really. I mean, Kobe Kobe was really good at at ice, but like he had Phil, you know. Phil helped him out with that, and and Kobe had pretty good teams, but Melo just, and Kobe also played defense. Kobe really really locked down. Melo Melo hasn't played defense his whole career, but uh, dude, Melo's just a fraud, man. Hoodie Melo was the biggest scam of 2017, and I swear to God, if I see a video this summer of Hoodie Melo, I'm blocking whoever posted it because that is just. The guy's a fraud, dude. He's a fraud, man. Like, like he was an elite scorer, dude. It's just, he fell off so fast. You know, I get he was the third option. And, like, Russ is at the easiest point guard to play with to get touches. And they really weren't using him right, if we're being honest. And, and if he didn't have such a big freaking ego, he could just come off the bench 
Because that's when he could cook, dude. If Melo would come off the bench, he could still play like 28, 30 minutes, whatever he wants to play. But, dude, you'd be playing against bench guys, and you just cook. like, And you'd be, like, dude, you're in, how, well, you get drafted in, was he in year 15? So, like, 16, whatever it is. No, 15, last year. Dude, just ex- just become a bench player, dude. That's why the Warriors win, because none of them have egos like that. This guy, Melo, with the ego, man. I get it. I get it. You're tall. You can shoot the basketball. You've been you've been scoring at an elite level for you know a decade plus. Doesn't mean he can't come off the bench, dude. I mean, if you if you want to win, all Melo showed me this year is he, he doesn't care about winning, which is fine. You know, get your twenty seven million or whatever it is, dude. Go get yours, dude. I can't I can't knock any dude because when I look at those guys, I'm like, bro, if I was in the NBA, like, I mean, yeah, you want to win, but like, dude, I mean, go where the money's at, you know. Chase a bag, dude. I mean, I would, I would not make the playoffs for like thirteen years straight if it meant I could get the most money possible. I don't know. That's just theoretically. I don't know how those guys actually feel about it. But yeah, Melo, Melo doesn't feel. I don't feel like Melo cares about winning because he doesn't. He really doesn't. I mean, he's had multiple. Dude, he had a chance to dip out of New York. And I think it was a Chicago or Houston. What, what were they looking at when he was a free agent before he signed that big one with the Knicks? At like the year after he got traded or something. And he stayed in New York, knowing knowing damn well they weren't gonna put a championship team around him. He knew that he knew that going in, but he's like, yeah, I'll take that max. Go ahead and give me that mellow max, the mellow max for like thirty million, just to stop the ball and not win games. Uh, but he puts up twenty five. You know, but but here's the thing: Mello's a scammer. Uh, if he goes to Houston, dude, because that's what they're saying now. Houston's after him. I mean. I mean, Houston, you blew it, dude. You blew it. You lost Ariza, which doesn't sound bad, but Ariza was getting it done. I mean, get, take away Game 7 of the Conference Finals. He was getting it done. Great role player to have around two ball-dominant guards. Okay, then Mbamute just leaves for the Clippers. Okay, now Mbamute wasn't great, but I mean, he's, he's long, athletic, you know, he could switch. You know, help guard the Warriors. Like, like he lost two, two, pretty, two pretty solid... I mean, Bob Mute isn't really three and D, but Reza's three and D. Reza's a pro three and D. Like he's your definition of three and D. But uh, I mean, he lost both those wings, so you, I mean, you got to get Mellow then at that point. But I mean, Mellow's gonna just Mellow's gonna mess everything up, dude. It's just gonna it's gonna go terrible if Mellow gets there, dude. Mellow with Chris, that's just not gonna work. James and Chris, I knew James and Chris Paul would work because I knew Chris Paul is smart as a high enough IQ player. Same with James. Where they could work off of each other. And, and and basically you have two Hall of Fame point guards on the floor at all times. Uh, when those guys are both healthy. So I knew that would work. A lot of people were like being weird when that when that signing went down. But I, I knew that that would work out for them. But with you throw Melo in the mix, dude. That's just not going to work, man. Like, like I mean, D'Antoni doesn't even like Melo. I mean, they didn't get along at all from what I saw. They didn't. They didn't enjoy each other's company one bit in New York. and then t- Dude, really? You know what it is? You blew it, Houston. You just blew it, man. You blew your chance. You lost your two wings, and then now you're going to sign Melo, and you're just going to win less games and lose to the Warriors in four or five. That's what's going to happen. Because, uh, dude, it's just not going to work, man. Like, I don't know, man, but Melo's a scammer, dude. Paul George is a scammer, dude. I honestly, LA Lakers, 
I, I was a little sad Paul George didn't come because I would like to see him with LeBron. But then I also sat and thought, like, this guy's kind of a phony, you know, when it comes to being an elite player. He's good. He's a very good player, you know. He's an elite, he's an elite uh, wing scorer. He defends well. He's long, you know. Uh, but he's just a fraud, dude. He's kind of a scammer. He's kind of fake. He just, he, he kind of is lying to people about what he really is. Because, you know, he signed, first of all, he signs the max. Dude, you can't, your max player, okay, you sign him to the max. The most money you could give him. Or a guy in the league at that, like in his position. That's what Oklahoma City just did. Paul George, we don't, we don't, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't forget, I don't forget, dude. Five points on two, was it two of 16? In that, in that game six against the Jazz this year, dude, an elimination game on the road? You're gonna come out with that bullshit? With that piss poor effort, Paul George? Are you kidding me, dude? D minus F. You get an F, Paul George. You're not, you're not a superstar. He's a star. That's why he's not, he's not in my, he's not in, I don't even think he's in my top 15, honestly. And maybe, actually, he might, I don't know. I, I'd have to compile a, a player ranking. But Paul George is just something about the bright lights with that guy. You know, we thought, I thought he was going to really reach that level of greatness, you know, when he was taking LeBron to seven in the, in the conference finals with the Pacers. I was like, dude, this guy's, this guy's pretty legit. And then, uh, ever since then, dude, he just, he just doesn't. I don't know, that playoff P, dude, that was a lie. Playoff what? How about playoff five points? Is that what the... Playoff five points, that's what that's what the playoff P is. Five points on 16 shots in an elimination game. And you're supposed to be a max player? The max? Get out of here, Paul George. LA didn't need you. LA doesn't want you. Um, yeah, LA, you really dodged a bullet, dude. Because Paul George, let's be real, dude. I mean... I don't think he could be the second best player on a championship team. I don't think he could. Maybe the third, right? He could probably do third. He could be a third option. But, dude, second? No, he's not ready, dude. He's not ready for the bright lights. And that's another reason I just want to get back to... Dude, with LeBron on the Lakers, people are always... You know, people are hammering him now. Like, oh, no one wants to play with LeBron anymore because he's dramatic, yada, yada, yada. Nah, dude, dudes just don't want to be in the spotlight like that like they're not they're not built for that that's what it is dude they don't have the mental toughness to to get criticized every single day on national television that's what it is dude because any one of lebron's teams or teammates you, you deal with that you deal with that every day the coverage is ridiculous on that guy and his teams you know even paul george in oklahoma city like yeah he's a superstar he's playing with a former mvp like he's a second option whatever Dude, nowhere near the scrutiny. If he goes to LA, his like the hometown team with LeBron James, dude, no, nah, he wasn't ready for that. That's all that. He's he's not built for that, dude. He's just not, man. Um Yeah, I just don't think so, man. I just don't I just don't know with that guy. He's just kind of a kind of like real good. I like him, I like his game. Wish him the best, you know. Hope him and Russ can make it work, but I've given up on Russ, dude. I really did. I really used to defend him a few years ago. I'd say he's better than Steph. He's the best point guard in the NBA. Yada yada yada. Dude, if I'm starting a team, or not even starting, just like if I'm drafting a point guard of the elite point guards in the NBA, I'm taking Steph every time over Russ. Just I'm. I used to. I used to pick Russ. I did. I used to. But these last two years have just shown me, dude. It's or even the last three. Like, 
Dude, I, Steph is under control. He's way more efficient. He can shoot. He's not... He doesn't do, like, sporadic... I mean, Russ... Dude, Russ... No one even... Russ goes so fast. People don't notice, bro. He'll put up, like, three transition pull-up jumpers in a span of, like, a minute and a half. Like... But you, but you don't notice necessarily because like he he goes up and down so fast and in a couple maybe he'll get a lot of possessions in because he'll pass on one or two of them, but dude he gets them up man he just gets them up and he does not get them in, he doesn't get them in dude I mean he's two and a, what's his career field goal percentage like, I think it's less than forty five percent I'd have to look it up but, I don't know man I like efficiency that's that's something I I really I really look at with NBA guys is like how efficient are you you know. Cause like yeah you're gonna you're gonna get your shot but are, are you putting your shots in dude that's that's all it is. it's a, dude that's like that's like when the when they interview coaches after games and they're like you know it's uh it's a make or miss league don't know what to tell you it's a it's a maker yeah it is a make or miss league yeah that's that's basketball you make it or you miss it and you go the other way depending on the result but like dude no matter like. Make or miss league, dude. If I hear that one more time, I think this year, like, I, I might just lose it, dude. Like, it's a make or miss league. Yeah. Well, baseball is a hit or miss league, too, if you didn't know that. Oh, and football is. Uh, I guess you, we can run it in football, but still, dude, I don't know, dude. They just say stupid, stupid stuff, man. Like, you know, they made some shots, so we missed some shots. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. That, they had more points than you. That's why they beat you. I don't know, dude. I get really mad about that stuff. Dude, we're 37 minutes deep. I've just been talking, man. This is... I've never done this before. Just talk out loud. This is healthy. This feels good. It feels good to get it all out, man. I got a lot of frustrations. I'm going to have... I'm going to have one of my friends on this week. Just so I can... I can have a conversation with someone about... About basketball. I love talking about basketball with people. I'll talk about it with anybody. Um, I'm always I'm always getting into it with... Dude, I've been... Dude, this summer... I've been around, I've been to a, I've been to a bunch of family stuff, and I keep, I keep, oh, it's my dog barking, dude, I end up in that Jordan, that Jordan-LeBron debate way too much, and you'll never win it, and I don't even try to win it, I really just try to enlighten the, the LeBron hater old guys that I deal with, um, mainly like 50 plus year old white guys, they seem to hate them the most on LeBron, and I hate LeBron, they just love Jordan so much, they just can't give LeBron his credit. But I'm not gonna get into that too. That's a, that's an annoying debate. I don't I don't like to do that one a lot. I might I might do it eventually, but I'm not gonna do it today. But yeah, that's pretty much all I really wanted to talk about today. Um, if you guys uh, if you guys like this, I guess you could share it or help me promote it or get more. I don't know, dude. If you listen to it this far, man, shout out to you. Thanks, uh, thanks. For, you know what? Let's go to 40 minutes. We're at 39. Let's just let's just make it a nice round number. People like round numbers. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, the NBA. You know, dude, the last two off seasons, it just sucks, man. Because there's all these moves, right? Move after move. Players, everyone's moving around. Just for the Warriors to just win in, you know, four or five games. That's all that's going to happen this year. Another, another off season, a big move. Bunch of people moving around, re-signing. And the Warriors are just going to win again. It's just it just gets real annoying. Last summer I really thought things were gonna shake up. You know, with all that all that player movement. Uh but you know, as predictable. The, the Warriors are 32 and 6 with Kevin Durant, and they added Boogie. 
That is crazy. I I just I still can't believe it, dude. DeMarcus Cousins is on the Golden State Warriors. Wow. All right. See you guys.